Okay, today's daf is daf ayin, page 70 in Psachim. We are up to the Mishnah, however, on the bottom of Samach Tesom at Bay 69b, and we will pick up from uh, we will pick up from there the Ezra Hashem. So here we go. Let's start from the Mishnah on Samach Tes Amud Beis. Okay, here we go. Now the Mishnah is going to discuss a very interesting Karban. And the reason why we're going to discuss an interesting Karban is because prior in the Mishnah, we listed a number of things that are not Docha Shabbos, things that accompany the Karban Pesach, but they're still not Docha Shabbos. They don't override Shabbos. We're going to learn in this Mishnah that in addition to the Karban Pesach, they would also shecht animals for the following purpose. Okay, now this introduction to the Mishnah is going to, um, this information is going to be shared with us in the Gemara. But the purpose of these uh, of uh, this carbon is so that when the carbon Pesach is eaten, it will actually completely satisfy the person. For example, sometimes you eat dinner and the food gets passed around and there's not enough dinner. Everybody gets enough nutrition, but you don't really stand up fully satisfied. In order to give proper kavod to the carbon Pesach, we wanted to make sure that at the time that we eat the carbon Pesach, when people stood up, ah, I'm full, I'm satisfied. I had plenty. Now, there wasn't always plenty of the carbon Pesach. Because as we know, they would make chaburas, they would make groups, and they would try to make sure that there was enough for everybody, and they made sure there was enough for everybody. But you also need to make sure there's no leftovers, you know? So, like, sometimes you include people, then, like, it's like, oh, no. You know, by the time you sit down at the Pesach Seder, you're expecting 15 people, and now you got 20 people. You know there'll be enough food for everybody to have a bite, but to everybody walk out satisfied, not necessarily. So what they would do is they would bring a carbon along with the carbon Pesach. They would bring animals. Now, these animals did not have the same rules as the carbon Pesach. Their entire purpose was what we'll call the appetizer. The purpose of having these these uh, animals shechted is to ensure... They would, they would be like the appetizer, so that by the time you got to your carbon Pesach, you were already halfway there. Now that I eat my carbon Pesach, everybody would stand up and be gesund and be full. Okay? So, these carbonos are called the carbon Chagiga of the 14th day. That's what they're called. On a usual yomtif, we know that Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, they would also bring a carbon Chagiga. That's the holiday offering. That's not what we're dealing with over here. Over here, we're dealing with a Chagiga of Yudalid Nisam. The Chagiga, the animal that was brought specifically on Erev Pesach to ensure that we weren't starving at the time that the carbon Pesach came around. The Seder? Now, this carbon, these animals, we're going to learn, 
if Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos, yes, you're allowed to shech the Karban Pesach, but because these Karbanos are really just extra, you're not allowed to shech this on Shabbos. Right? These weren't like mitzvahs dairaisa to do this. No, it was a nice addition. It's a nice appetizer. But to say that it's docha Shabbos, that it overrides Shabbos, wouldn't be done. It doesn't override Shabbos. Seder? So that's how, because the last Mishnah discussed things that accompany the Korban Pesach and don't override Shabbos, that's why this Mishnah is now going to get into this Karban Chagiga of Yudalid Nisan. All right, and what, their, what the halacha is. Here we go. Zuck the Mishnah. When does a person bring this Karban Chagiga of the 14th day along with the Karban Pesach? Only when the Karban Pesach was shechted on a weekday. Bitara. And also, it needs to be, it can only be brought when the people were Bitara. Okay? Because we know the Karban Pesach, at times, is permitted to be eaten even by people who are Tomei. Other Karbanos, Shlomim, Chatos, no other animals, if a, that are, if a person's tummy is it permitted to eat. This Karba Chagiga had holiness. It had holiness. So it was not allowed to be eaten, and it was not even allowed to be shechted for a group of people who were tummy. Even though the Karba Pesach was going to be shechted for people who are tummy. Or have too few people part of the carbon. Why? Because if you have, let's say, four people registered for your carbon Pesach, you're not going to shecht an additional animal. You, you have way too much meat as it is. The whole purpose of this Chagiga is to ensure there's enough meat. Well, if you have too few people being part of the carbon Pesach, there's no reason to bring the carbon. Ubizman when the carbon Pesach is is brought on Shabbos, so like this here, right? Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos. Or Bimeruba, or there is a lot, okay? Meaning, a lot of people. And there's, uh, I'm sorry, not, not just the opposite. There's a lot of meat for fewer people. Or Ubitumah. Or people who are tummy, then ain me vini my chagiga. The chagiga was not brought along with it. Okay, so far so good. Everything so far seems to be sensible. The Mishnah ends off and says, "By the way, this carbon chagiga that you bring with the carbon pesach doesn't have to be the same type of animal as a carbon pesach either." Chagiga heisa bavmanat. So you could bring chagiga from from uh, cattle from flock. Min abakar, min akvasim, sheep, izim, goats, min azharav, min anakavis, could be male or female. Min achelas ushtayyam v'lay lechad. Unlike the carbon pesach that was only allowed to be eaten one night at the pesach seder, this chagiga, you you have two days and a night to eat it. So you have plenty. If if you don't finish your chagiga, what happens if you end up shechting your chagiga to have additional meat, and now you're you you know you're at your pesach seder and it turns out that there was plenty of the Karban Pesach, and you don't need the Chagiga. Now what? answer is, no problem. Eat up your Karban Pesach, and you have, a, you have an additional day to consume the Karban Chagiga. Okay. Zok the Gemara. 
Says the Gemara, my tona de katoni chagiga. Where does this carbon chagiga come in? Like we weren't talking about a carbon chagiga. How did this conversation even start? Answers the Gemara, the answer that we gave in our introduction to the Mishnah. Tana harkavosay vaavosay deloidachi Shabbos. Since the the Mishnah had mentioned that you're not allowed to carry. Um, uh, we had a machlekes about carrying your carbon pesach or bringing it from outside the tchum. The loydachi shabbos that there are certain things that are not deicha shabbos. Vikatani nami chagiga. So in Mamela, we're also going to talk about this carbon chagiga. The loydachi shabbos that doesn't push aside shabbos. Vachi kamar and this is the chiddush of the mishnah. Ema saimavi and ema chagiga. When is a chagiga this additional meat carbon brought with the carbon pesach? As long as the Karim Pesach is brought during the on a weekday, it's brought bitara, everybody involved is pure, and there's not enough meat to go around. Okay? Period. Here we go. Omar Ravashi, Ravashi says, Shmamino, you see from here, Chagiga Sarba Osar. Right? Remember we said this Chagiga has the name of Chagiga of the 14th day in Isaac. There's no obligation to bring this carbon. Obviously not. Because if it would be an obligation, you should be allowed to bring it even on Shabbos, and you should be obligated to bring it even if there is enough meat. If it's a chiv, it's a chiv. If it's obligation, it's obligation. You'd bring it with tumah. Okay? So he's pointing out from here, you see very clearly from the halachas of the Mishnah that this carbon chagiga was only brought when necessary. But it's not a chiv. There's no obligation, and therefore, it doesn't override Shabbos. And you're not allowed to shecht it and feed it to anybody uh, for a chabura that has people who are tamei. Why taka is it that if there's not enough meat, they bring the carbon chagiga? Why actually would they shecht the carbon chagiga when they thought there wouldn't be enough meat of a carbon Pesach. Because there's too many people, let's say, right? So they're concerned there may not be enough meat of the carbon Pesach. Why taka would they bring it? Meaning, we're going to assume there's enough for everybody to have a kazayas of meat. Because otherwise you wouldn't have let them be part of the chabur in the first place. So why, why are we bringing this carbon? Says the Gemara, Kedetanya, because we learned in Abraisa, Chagiga Haba'im HaPesach, when they would bring a carbon Chagiga along with the carbon Pesach, Nechelas Tchila. The purpose of this Chagiga was to be eaten as an appetizer at the Pesach Seder. Why? Kedei Sheyehi Pesach Nechal Al Hasova, so that the carbon Pesach, when you eat it, it will be eaten and bring the person to satisfaction. It will allow them to be satisfied. And therefore, what's the whole purpose of bringing this particular carbon? To give a little bit of a filling so that people don't show up to the carbon Pesach starved, which can happen with all the work and the busyness that takes place on Erev Pesach, and they're going to start eating. And even when they're done the carbon Pesach, they're still not going to be satisfied. We wanted to show kavod, proper respect to the carbon Pesach by bringing people to satisfaction. So to clarify, in the Chabura of people who joined the carbon Pesach, 
we made sure there would be enough for everybody to have at least the kazayas. But let's say I'm going to have 30 people at my Pesach Seder and I don't want to shech two carbonates because two carbonates can be way too much meat for 30 people. We're not going to be able to eat it all that night. But one carbon is really not going to bring satisfaction to all 30. I have enough to give each one the size of an olive, size of a kazayas, or a kabeza, but not enough to satisfy them. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring a carbon chagiga along with the carbon, serve after the hagud, after magid, yeah, by shulchan Aruch. I'm going to serve the appetizer, this carbon chagiga. Don't get full. Yeah, everybody eat, eat, eat uh, you know, eat a little bit of the skirt steak over here, eat your steak salad. And then, once people have enough, then we're going to bring out the, the carbon Pesach, uh, where we know and we're ensured that the entire carbon Pesach will be consumed this evening so that we don't come to transgress. No, sir. Two dots. V'nechelas the carbon Chagiga has two days and a night to eat it. Zakti Gemara, Masnis and Dwayke Bentema, our mission does not follow the opinion of Bentema, it's time to learn their brisa. Bentema, Amir Bentema says, Chagiga, Bama Pesach, a carbon Chagiga, the Trump of the carbon Pesach, a Rehika Pesach has the same status, same halachas as the carbon Pesach. And all you have is day and that and that specific night. The Chagigas Chamisha Asar and the Chagiga of the Yomtif, the Chagiga of Pesach, not the accompanying Chagiga, but we know that the Shalosh Regalim had a carbon Chagiga, a Yomtif carbon that was brought. The actual Yomtif Chagiga, that's the one that's Nacheles Shnei Yom and Velayla Echad. That's the one that's got two days and a night. The Chagiga Sarba Asar, Yaitzibam Mishum Simcha. The whole purpose of the Chagiga of the 14th day, a person can really fulfill his, uh, his we'll call it the Suda, with this meal as well, with this carbon. But he can't fulfill his mitzvah of Chagiga um, with it. Meaning, meaning, there's a mitzvah to shecht a carbon chagiga in honor of Pesach. This carbon chagiga that's brought on the 14th can't be that. There's also a mitzvah to have a feast on Yom Tif, Okay? With meat and to, uh, a carbon that brings simcha. And it has to be specific for Yom Tif. This chagiga for the 14th is specific enough that a person can fulfill their mitzvah with it. Let's stick to the question, though. What is the reason why we're mentioning this? Because you see very clearly the whole background of what we were saying this Chagiga of the 14th is that it could be eaten for two days and a night. Well, Bentema disagrees. Bentema holds that you're stuck in the same mind, the same time frame as a carbon Pesach. My time of Bentema. What's his reason for this halacha? Why does he say that you're going to be limited to that night and there's no, you know, there's no gain, so to speak? Yeah. So now, by the way, what we what we want to ask is, according to Bentema, before we get to the answer, why would somebody 
bring a Chagiga and not just an additional Pesach. If you don't have the extra time, why wouldn't you do that? The answer is because there's more choices for this Chagiga. It could be brought from a Zachar or a Nekeva. It could be brought from Bukha or Tzayn. You could bring different size animals that you're choosing to bring while the Karban Pesach is limited to what we learned in the Pesukah. So Boaz reason for Ben Tema, who says that the time frame is the same, Rav taught his son Chiyav Layom Nabaika Zevach Haga Pesach, and now let it leave over till the morning. Zevach Chag, a Zevach, a carbon for the Yom Tiv Zechagiga. This is referring to the Chagiga of the Arba Osar, Chagiga of the 14th day. Ha Pesach, Kimashmoi, which is the carbon Pesach itself. And the Torah says about both of them, seemingly according to the way that he's darshing this Pesach. You're not allowed to leave it over until the morning. And that's going to be Ben Tema's Svara, that this Chagiga really is limited to the same time frame as the Karbon Pesach. Iboyluhu, the Eshtosayla, searching for information. The Ben Tema, according to Ben Tema, they only have one night. This that we said, that the Chagiga has beaten the same way as the Karbon Pesach. So is it only referring to the time frame? Or does it mean the style of cooking as well? Now that we said it needs to be like a Pesach, well, the same way a Pesach needs to be roasted, does the Chagiga need to be roasted? Or can I cook it in barbecue sauce? Can I douse it in duck sauce? Can I boil it? Can I do what I want? Or does it need to be, uh, or does it need to be you know, grilled? What's the question? When we compare the Chagiga to a Pesach Lelina, is it only about time? But for roasting, it's not compared, and you can cook it however you want. Maybe it's got to be cooked the same way. Answer the Gemara Toshma. I'll prove from later on in the Mishnah where it says, On this night, the night of Pesach, what are we going to say in the Manishtana? We don't actually ask this question, but it says that Children are going to notice the difference between the Pesach Seder and all other nights. And the people, the kids are going to ask, why tonight does everything need to be roasted? And the father's going to respond, oh, with the whole story of Etzias Mitzrayim. You see from here, Ben Tema Taka holds that not only does the Karba Chagiga only, not only does the Karba Chagiga need to be eaten at the same time as the Karba Pesach, but it also needs to be eaten and cooked in the same style and same way as the Karban Pesach. As the Gemara, another Shaila about Ben Tema's Halachi. That's another Shaila. According to Ben Tema, We said in the Mishnah that you could bring the Chagiga from any type of animal you want, but one second. Ben Tema's now understanding that the time frame of the Chagiga is like the Pesach. The cooking style of the Chagiga is like a Pesach. Maybe it has to be the same exact animal as the Garbam Pesach. What are the two ways to look at this? When the Torah says the Chagiga Mamash used to be like Pesach, it means the Midi Lachila, only about how you eat it. The time frame you eat it, the way it's cooked for you to eat it. But maybe, but maybe when it's not talking about the eating, rather it's just a type of animal, 
Maybe that taka could be different. Or maybe there's no difference. Maybe taka, this chagiga, needs to be the same exact style and has the same halachas as the carbon. Tashma, come and listen. The price says, Chagiga, Bamana Pesach, this Chagiga that's brought from Pesach, Rehik Pesach, Bamana Tsoin, if it's brought from Tsoin, Vena Bamana Bokar, cannot be brought from Bokar. Bamana Zchar and Vena Bamana Kavis. It could come from males and not females. Baba Shnosa, it's got to be within a year old like a carbon Pesach, Vena Baba Shteishon. It can't be older than a year. Within two years, Vena Chalas Ela Yom Belayla, Vena Chalas Ela Tzli, Vena Chalas Ela Liminuyav. Now, so far, it seems, it's got to be Mamash like Garmin Bezach. Man Shamas lay the Islai Svara. Who's the one who says that you only have the night and it's got to be roasted? Ben Tema. Shmamina. Kulam also being on Shmamina. You talk to learn now from here that Ben Tema holds that across the board, this Chagiga is going to be kept in the same, uh, in the same discussion and have the same parameters. That's a better word. It's going to have the same parameters as the carbon Pesach. Okay. Another Shaila on Ben Tema's halacha that he's comparing this Chagiga of the 14th day to the carbon Pesach. Le Ben Tema. According to Ben Tema, we know that on the carbon Pesach, Etzem la Yish you're not allowed to break the bones of the carbon Pesach. Does the carbon Chagiga have that halacha as well? Now, what are the tzadim? Even though the Torah says the Chagigas be the carbon Pesach, Amar Krabai, it says ve'etzem lo sish beru bo. In it, in the carbon Pesach itself, it can't have a broken bone afterwards. Bo below Chagiga. Maybe you could make a drush and say, yeah, in all other areas, the Chagiga is like a Pesach. But since by Pesach it says, bow only here, maybe a Chagiga Taka can, may have broken bones. I doma hai bow. Maybe this that it says, bow means, meaning it can't have a, you know, as far as the, the animal itself can't have broken bones. Something that's not a carbon Pesach doesn't have that problem. So that's the Shiloh. According to Ben Tema, am I need, uh, do I need to be careful to not break bones while I eat it? Answers the Gemara. Toshma, come and listen. Sakin Shnimtas Barba Osar. If you have a knife that is found on the 14th day of Nisa, Shaykhet Ba Miyad, you are allowed to use that Shkita knife. Okay? You're allowed to assume it's a kosher Sakin. It's a kosher knife because people are bringing their knives, like we learned a few days ago, right? The Gehenim are walking around knee-deep in blood. There's so many shechitas going on, you could assume that if there's a knife around, that the chazaka is that these knives are being used for the carbon uh, Pesach, and there's no concern that, it's, that there's a, a nick in the knife, or that the knife is tamay. You could use it. Obviously, you need to check it, but you don't have to assume it's tough. Bishlai Shashat, let's say you find something on the 13th day in Nisan. Shaino Matvil. So then, you're not sure if it's tummy. You're going to have to dip it. Kaifitz. What's the halacha? If a per, Rashi says, if a person finds a knife that's used for butchering, 
Always, you should make sure that, uh, that it goes to the mikvah before you use it. Okay? Now, um, the reason for this is, is that the granted the carbon Pesach was shechted on the 14th, but it didn't need to be completely prepared already on the 14th. So therefore, prepared and butchered right at that exact moment, yeah, we had the whole, the, the groups and whatever. But the Maisa, there's a greater possibility that whoever owns this knife is being a little more lax in making sure that it's, uh, that it's already Tahar. Maybe he's taking his time, he's biding his time for, uh, to be Metaharit. Therefore, Shaino Matvel, not money. Who's the Tana of this Mishnah? If you're going to say that it's the Rabbanon who hold that the Chagiga is not completely like the Karban Pesach, what's the difference between uh, a knife on the 14th day that we say it's okay to shech, uh, uh, the same thing would be true with a butchering knife, because it could be fit up to cut up, it could be, it's fit to cut up the Chagiga. Now, if you're using a knife to cut up the Chagiga, we're assuming over here, Rashi explains, we're assuming over here that you need this specialized butcher knife in order to break the bones. And therefore, it would be mutter. So it must be the fact that we're, we're uh, making this discrepancy between a chalaf and a butchering knife. It must be the tanas ben tema, and you see that Pentema's Makbit, that it cannot have any broken bones. Says the Gemara, no, no proof, not necessarily. Maybe it's referring to the Rabbanon Ukegayin Shabbos Maybe we're dealing with when this person comes and he finds uh, the knife, where you're not allowed to cut it up because, because of the bones, because we're dealing with the Chagiga and the Pesach being brought on Shabbos, and guess what? When it's brought on Shabbos, what did we learn? There's no Chagiga at all. Whenever you have a carbon Pesach brought on Shabbos, we wouldn't allow the the carbon Chagiga. And Mamela, maybe the maybe whoever the author of this Mishnah is allows the bones to be broken, but he's still going to say you don't need this knife until the fifteenth day on Yom Tif. And the owner may be may have been lax in being titled, and that's why you're not allowed to use it. The Gemara says it's not possible. But this that we said at the end of the Mishnah, if let's say our Pesach falls out on Shabbos, the halacha is you're allowed to you're allowed to use the knife, the chalif, and use it immediately on Shabbos. Look at these words. On Shabbos, you're allowed to shecht. It's going to come out. It's coming out that this butchering knife, it seems that if they're together, meaning if one's tummy, the other one's tummy, if one's tummy, the other one's tummy, we consider it like the knife. And the same way the knife on the 14th day, even if it's Shabbos, is considered to be tahar because the owner is not going to be lax about leaving a Tomei knife around. 
the same thing would be true with the butchering knife. Mechlal, the Reish Olav which seems to imply the Mishnah is not on Shabbos. And if it's not on Shabbos, let's keep in mind this whole back and forth. What's going on? That means that the Tana may very well be Bentema and not the Rabbanon. And Bentema is going to hold that it's usher to break the bones of the Karban Chagiga. Says the Gemara, not necessarily. The Ella, rather, we're going to talk about Shabbat, Omer Beis, We're dealing with, it came Bimeruba. Why? Because when you have a lot of people, that's what the Meruba means, a lot of, um, not a lot of people, a lot of meat for the amount of people that are involved, if that's true, Okay, maybe, you know, and it's possible that that's the story. Or there's plenty of meat from the carbon Pesach itself for anybody who's part of the Chabura. So even though it's not on Shabbos, maybe we're not bringing the Chagiga. And since we're not bringing the Chagiga, it has nothing to do with breaking the bones. And if it has nothing to do with breaking the bones, you have no proof to what Pentema holds. Says the Gewara Babana Yadi. And when you find the knife, how do you know how many people are part of the Chabura? How do you know? You don't know what this, uh, you know, what this knife is going to be used for. Rather, we're dealing with the carbon pesach is is uh, being brought when there is tuma. That's what you got to say. And we know sometimes a carbon pesach is allowed to be brought when there's tuma. We said the mission, even when a carbon pesach is allowed to be brought when the people are tummy, or sometimes even when the kahanim are tummy, you're, you're never. We never bring the carbon chagiga when anybody is tummy. Now, if you don't bring the carbon chagiga, why are we bringing this butchering knife? There's no carbon to use it for, to break the bones of. Gemara says, Saif Saif How is he going to know on the 13th day of Nisan that there's going to be tummy people? Gemara says, The Miss Nasi, I'll tell you how he knows. Because the Gadol Adar, the Nasi passed away. And when the Nasi passes away, Avada, you're going to have a large percentage of Klal Yisrael that are going to join the Levaya. They're going to become Tameh. And therefore, you already know that there's not going to be a carbon chagiga. Says the Gemara, the Miss Nasi Amos. When exactly did this Gadol Adar, this Nasi, pass away? If he passed away on the 13th day, so why does he even title the knife? The whole, thi- every, the whole thing's allowed to be tummy. You don't even need to title anything because everybody's going to be, the whole thing's going to be in a state of, of tumma. The Ella, rather. The miss by Arba Osar. I'm talking about when the Nasi passed away on Erev Pesach. I don't understand. Maishna Sakin de Matvil, Umaishna Kaifetzulai Matvila. Either way, you know that majority of people are going to be Tahar, are going to be Tame, and you're not going to need to bring the Karban Pesach in the state of Tara. So why are we saying that on one type of knife you need to dip it in the mikvah and another one you don't? Either way, um, the same way he's going to say, listen, you know, uh, I, I, I need a Tohar knife for my carbon Pesach, he's also going to have to assume that the same, the same, uh, call it protection, or the same requirement should be given to this, uh, to this butchering knife. Where it says, like, Tricha, the Nasi, Geises, so I'll tell you the case. The Nasi had one foot in the grave, the other foot in a banana peel, on the 13th day of Nisa. 
Sakin dechad sveka. Okay? So, a knife, the shechita knife, where you have one suffix, you're not sure when's this, when's this nasi going to pass away. So, matvali. People are going to be tavalit. I know I need this tomorrow. Kaifitz, the tray sveki. But the kaifitz, where there's two svekas, loy matvali. He's not going to. He's not going to be tavalit while the nasi is a geisif. Okay? Now, what are the two svekas? The two svekas is, is the guy, is the nasi going to still be around on Erev Pesach or not? And secondly, even if the nasi is still around, maybe I don't need to bring a carbon chagiga because there'll be plenty of meat for whoever's joining my chabura. Okay? That's the sveik sveika. And therefore, there's going to be two sveikas that he's concerned about. And by matvalei, he's not going to, to, uh, to be taivalit. Memela, bottom line for this discussion is we have no proof about what Ventemo will hold about whether you need to be concerned to break the bones of the Karma Chagiga. Now, to pause here for a minute and just explain a little bit of the irony in this discussion. There are some Rishonim. We didn't get into this when we read, when we started the Mishnah on the bottom of Samach Tesem There are some Rishonim that discuss that the purpose of the Chagiga accompanying the Karban Pesach was more than just to give kavod to the Karban Pesach that it should satisfy me. It's more than that. There are some Rishonim that say that because there's a halacha of the etzem lo sishperubo, you're not allowed to break the bone of a Karban Pesach, we're concerned that if there's not enough meat of the Karban Pesach, people are going to pick up their big ribeyes, their bone-in ribeyes. They're going to eat it on the bone, and they may come to munch on the bone and transgress in Isser Dairaisa. Therefore, that's an additional reason why it was important that there should be a Chagiga. Because when people are already half full prior to touching their carbon Pesach, they don't feel they need to get every last lick off the bone. And there's less concern of them coming to the Iser Dairaisa of the Etzem Lo Seish Berubo. You're not going to break the bone of a carbon Pesach. Okay? So that's the irony behind this whole discussion with Bentema. Is that, I? what does he hold about the Chagiga? Well, we're, we're not conclusive. But to throw out there, the Chagiga is being eaten before the Pesach. And if a Chagiga also would have the same halacha of Etzem Losish Berubo, it would throw out a lot of the purpose for the Rishonim. These Rishonim, if you the Rishonim that say, ah, there's concern about Etzem Losish Berubo, well, if that same halacha applied to a Chagiga, then you're running into, uh, you know, you're, you're walking on thin ice there as well. Practically speaking, though, we don't have a, a uh, bottom line understanding as to what Bentema would say about, about breaking bones of the Chagiga. We know in the, all the other halachas, he says that Chagiga is like the Pesach. This particular halacha, maybe not. 
Again, why maybe not? Because the verse says, Ve'etzem lo bo, in it. This word bo doesn't mean specific to a carbon Pesach or not. Okay. Here we go. Tanya. We learned in a Brisa. We're about nine lines down on Ayin Amud Bey's 70B. Yehuda ben Dortoi Pirishu v'Dortoi benai. Rev Yehuda ben Dortoi and his son Dortoi, who was named after his grandfather. Yeah, Dortoi was named after his grandfather. So Yehuda ben Dortoi, he had a son named Dortoi. Pirishu v'Dortoi, he separated v'Holach v'Yoshim b'Darim, and he went. To live, we'll call it a little further than the Yam HaMelech, yeah? In the southern part of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, now, we learned previously that that um, a person who's Tomei is not Chay of Kuris if he doesn't take part in the Karban Pesach, because he's not allowed to. Somebody who lives far away from Yerushalayim as well is not Chay of Kares if they don't partake of the Karban Pesach. So Yehuda and his son Durtai, Davko went to live far away from Yerushalayim so they shouldn't be Chayev for not partaking of the Karban Pesach. Why would they do this? So Gemara is going to explain. Omar, he said, What's going to happen? Eliyahu and Avi's coming. And he's going to say to Vene Yisrael, You had a machoikas in the Mishnah. Tanakama ben Dutai, right? You had a ben Tema, I'm sorry. Ben Tema. Whether or not the Chagiga was... No, we said, yeah, the Tanakama said we never bring him. Sorry, that wasn't the Machagiga. The Tanakama says you never bring the, the Karban Chagiga with the Karban Pesach on Shabbos. What if Eliyahu Navi comes and says, why didn't you do it? What are you going to say? I'm shocked that Shmaya and Avtalian, these two G'dayle Adar, has not taught Klal Yisrael to bring a Chagigo on Shabbos. And therefore, I need to separate myself from this obligation. The pressure is too much for me. I know that everybody's wrong for not bringing the Chagigo. That the, he purposely moved to the south the year, like this year, that Pesach fell out on a Mati Shabbos. Because he felt what everybody in Klal Yisrael was doing by bringing a Karban Pesach and leaving out the Chigo was wrong, and he wanted no part of it. Omar Rav, Rav says, my time with the Ben Durtai, what was his logic? What was his reasoning? You should bring a Pesach from Tzainu Bokov, you should only bring a Karban Pesach from a sheep or a goat. Why does it say all cattle? Ella, rather, Tzoyin's Pesach. Tzoyin is referring to the Karban Pesach. Bakar Zuchagiga. The Omer Achmanov is a Vachta Pesach. 
So it seems that a Pesach Machiga is the same drosha as Bentema. That the that the carbon Pesach the, should always have the Chagiga accompanying it. And that's what um, Yehuda ben Dortai was bothered by. Amr Ravashi, Ravashi says, Va'anan, time of the Purusha, Nekum and He says, Why are we trying to explain uh, Yehuda ben Dortai? Why are we trying to explain him? He's arguing on what the Gedalim are saying. I don't even know why we're having a discussion. You don't need to give me the reasons for a mistaken opinion, he says. Ella, I'll tell you why the Yehuda ben Durtai is making a tremendous mistake. Because he's not darshaning the Pasuk appropriately. The Pasuk, it should be understood like Rav Nachman, who says, the Amr Rav Nachman, Amr Rabba Baravua, how do you know that the that any carbonos that are left over for a carbon pesach should be brought as a shlomim? Okay, for example, a person this uh, um, Rashi gives an example: a person sets aside an animal to be a carbon pesach. Shepsula the sheep is supposed to be the carbon pesach. Shepsula wanders off. The guy says, it's almost Pesach. What am I supposed to do? Shepsula was set aside to be my carbon. I can't find him. All right, I'll go take Shepsula's uh, cousin to be my carbon. Two days later, Shepsula comes back. So he was previously a carbon Pesach. You now have a different carbon Pesach that was brought. What do you do? So Shepsula should be brought as a shlum. How do you know that? Shanem market says in the Pesach, should also be something that comes from, should be the same as something like a shlomim, which comes from all tzayin and bakar. And therefore, he says, Rav Nachman has a whole different Josh in the Pasuk, Ben Dortai is making a mistake in his Josh. Says the Gemara of the Rabbanon. And according to the Rabbanon, who say that the Karban Chagiga does not accompany a Karban Pesach on Shabbos. My time of Laidachi Shabbos, why not? Havadai Karban Tzibur, who? Yeah, it's certainly a Karban for the Tzibur, certainly a Karban for the congregation. Now, why is it a carbon for the congregation? So just to keep this simple, there's a big discussion amongst the Rishonim, but to keep it simple, it's because um, since so many people from Klal Yisrael are here to bring the carbon Pesach, and so many people would be bringing a carbon uh, uh, Chagiga along with it, so it's all considered like the you know the carbon that the Tibor needs, because this was like a Mamela Dika thing. Everybody's being Ayla Regal. Everybody's coming through Shalayim, and therefore it should take on the status of a carbon zebra. A carbon zebra, we know, is Docha Shabbos. Does override Shabbos. So why do the Rabbanon say not to bring it on Shabbos? You should have uh, uh, Pesach for seven days. Shiva. What does it mean there's seven days of the Chagiga? There really was eight days that it was 
brought. Now, why was it brought on eight days? Because on Sukkot, you have seven days of Sukkot, Pashmini Atzeres. So what does it mean? Teret says it's still seven. You know why? Because every eight days, you're certainly going to have a Shabbos in between. You can have a Shabbos over an eight-day period. And since there's certainly a Shabbos over an eight-day period, you're going to... Why is it going the seven days? It must be the day that's excluded is Shabbos. And we're taco only bringing it over seven days. Kiyosu Rabban Omar, when Rabban came from Eretz Yisrael, he said, I said this in front of my Rabbi, you know that you're going to find there are some times where um, uh, Karban Chagiga uh, is only brought six days of an eight-day Yom Tif. How so? What if the first day of Yom Tif falls out on Shabbos? It's a Shabbos, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. Eight days, two days are Shabbos. So you have six days left to bring your Karban Chagiga. Okay, so his question is, why did we say in, um, why did we say, from Rabbi Elam, Yishon Rabbi Ben Safra, that it's only going to be seven days, you find that could even be six days. Amr Abai, Oven, Tichlo, Leimaki, Amulza. He says, I don't understand. Oven, why are you uh, coming to ask this this uh, question? Shmaina Leimishkaches Laklal, because eight days, you're not going to find it uh, anywhere. Shiva, Isa, Beraib, Shon. Okay? What he's saying is, yeah, you're right. You may come randomly across a case where a Chagiga is brought for six days. But that's not what we say, it's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that at max, a Chagiga will be brought for seven days. Maximum. Because you're always going to have a Shabbos. So the Chagiga, therefore, is not like a Shabbos. But granted, you're right, it may be six days, but you have no question on Rabbi Elah. Again, why? He didn't mean it needs to be seven days. He was saying that at maximum we bring a chigig on seven days, but he actually will be in agreement that there are times where it could be brought uh, for six days. For example, when Yom Tif falls out on Shabbos. We're now four lines from the bottom. We're going to start a new discussion. Uh, we're going to hold it here for this evening and Hashem, pick up four lines from the bottom of Ayin Omer Beis. Uh, uh, for tonight, we'll pick up from here. Uh, tomorrow morning, Bezos Hashem. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.